OCD can feel isolating and make you feel like you're alone in the world. But the truth is, you aren't alone. So what resources are there for people with OCD or someone that knows OCD? Who cares about OCD? My name's Kate, and I'm gonna answer those questions coming up. All you have to do is slide into my DX. While it may not be the most well-known disorder or just well-known illness in general, OCD is gaining some traction in terms of understanding. Where it used to be a disorder where you learned someone else had OCD and it was suddenly that realization of, oh, I'm not alone. There's more education out there that this is a disorder that a good number of people have. And those people that have OCD are coming together in effort to, you know, create support groups and create awareness and education about OCD. Now, while I encourage you, if you're looking for resources for OCD, to search locally, uh, there are some larger organizations that are trying to create awareness of OCD and help spread knowledge of the disorder. Two of those organizations that specifically focus on OCD are the International OCD Foundation, which I've mentioned before, and OCD UK, which and its name is a UK-based organization. In this episode, I'm gonna be talking about those two organizations and kind of just uh, telling what they do and what their, you know, their mission is and what they have to offer for people with OCD. The first organization I'm going to be talking about is the International OCD Foundation or IOCDF. Now, this is an organization that's based in the United States, I'm based in Boston, Massachusetts, and it's been around since about 1986. It was founded by a group of individuals with OCD that met together while enrolled in some of the first medication trials for OCD. And before this, virtually none of them had ever met another person that had OCD. And they realized that that mutual support and community was so great. And so they decided to establish it themselves as a foundation for OCD. Now, I'm not gonna go into their whole history because you can see that on their website, but it is pretty cool what they've been doing since the 80s in order to create more awareness and help you know, people find support for those afflicted, for, or those afflicted with OCD. And this really stands by their mission, which is to help those afflicted by obsessive compulsive disorder and related disorders, and to help them live a full and productive life. Um, in their mission statement, they say that their aim is to create or is to increase access to effective treatment through research and training, foster a hopeful and supportive community for those affected by OCD and the professionals who treat them, and fight stigma surrounding mental health issues. And they've done a really good job of this. They've launched the International OCD Awareness Week, which is the second full week in October, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, they've done the One Million Steps for OCD CD Awareness Walk, encourage volunteering, uh, started the Training Institute, and they've just done a, a lot of good work in helping increase treatment for OCD and just general awareness. On their website, there's plenty of information about OCD, so much information, uh, learning more about OCD, how you can help if you have a loved one that suffers from OCD, 
can get involved with the organization, uh, different support groups you can join. There's even a way to find help uh, to specifically find therapists that are members of the organization that has specific training in OCD in your area, which is very helpful when it comes to severe OCD. Seeing as they do call themselves the International Foundation, they do do a lot of work outside of the U.S. And some of that is also partnering with OCD UK, UK, which is the next organization that I'm going to be talking about. So like I stated before, OCD UK is a UK-based organization. And they do focus a lot more solely on the UK and providing resources in that area. So this is really for any of you that may be, you know, across the pond um, that are needing resources in the UK. OCD UK was established in 2004 and it's run by people that have a personal experience with OCD, whether it's they have OCD themselves or they have a loved one that has OCD. So these people that run the organization are very well aware of OCD and, you know, how it can affect a person's life. And that uniquely makes them capable of providing extra help and resources and support for other people with OCD compared to someone that may be an outsider that has studied OCD but doesn't have that personal connection and understanding of the actual disorder. So like the IOCDF, they provide advice, information, and support services for those affected by OCD. And on their website, they state that you know, they're, they have that campaign to end the trivialization and stigma of OCD, which is, you know, a fantastic for them to stand behind. Because really, until you get someone to understand the seriousness of this disorder, they're not going to take it seriously and really care that much about helping to you know, find treatment for it or support people that have OCD. And they have a couple other campaigns that they're currently undertaking. Uh, one of those is to uh, give service users greater control about the types of OCD research that clinical psychologists undertake. So, you know, campaigning about research, uh, campaigning with IAPT, liaising with the NHS England and the IAPT program to help improve patient experience with their local IAPT settings. Again, the misrepresentation and the OCD risk of helping to improve health professionals and other agencies' understanding of risk assessment in the diagnosis of OCD. So helping to understand, you know, what it takes to diagnose OCD and helping make sure it's not going to have that misdiagnosis. Something cool that they do is they have their Young Ambassadors kind of program. And it's where there's a way, they have this way to allow young people with OCD to, you know, share stories of inspiration and give hope to other people with OCD and uh, like a creative outlet for them to portray their experiences with OCD. And, you know, this platform helps create awareness. And this is really cool, not only because OCD can be a lifelong illness that can be diagnosed uh, at a young age. Having an OCD diagnosis at a young age can be very, you know, frustrating and even traumatic in some sense because that young age is when people are kind of trying to understand themselves and know themselves and you know fitting in and you know s school is a hard time so having them be able to relate to other people and you know get support for their OCD 
is just fantastic to help them not feel alone in that such vulnerable vulnerable period of time in their life. And along with that, like with the IOCDF website, uh, there's on their website lots of information about OCD, lots of uh, resources for people with OCD, people that may know someone with OCD. So there's just a wealth of information that they provide on their website. Additionally, they do help spread uh, the OCD Awareness Week, which is great because, you know, OCD is a global phenomenon. Well, like this isn't just uh, something that affects one set of people. It, it's globally that people are diagnosed with OCD. So it's just another way, another area where there's more awareness created about OCD. So if you're in the UK and you're unaware of this, this resource for you, I would encourage you to go ahead, check it out. Either learn more about your own OCD and uh, places you can get treatment for it or learn more about OCD that your uh, loved one might have and, you know, help to support them in a better way. So that's all for this episode. I hope that this has provided you with some more resources to learn more about OCD, maybe get some treatment, find some support, whether you have OCD or you have a loved one with OCD. Because like I've said, support on both ends is very important. Um, I encourage you to check both of these websites out. I'll put links to the websites on my Twitter page. It's just iocdf.org and ocduk.org. But I'll have direct links on my Twitter. Go ahead and donate to them if you see fit. They're both nonprofit organizations and they need donor support to be able to run and help create more awareness about OCD. So go ahead, donate, you know, purchase some of their merchandise to help, you know, spread awareness on your own time. Next episode, which is going to be the last episode of this kind of format. Uh, after that, I'm going to be doing an episode just on my own experience. So it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, but next episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, the COVID-19 virus and how it's kind of affected people with OCD. Um, because like I said, with that one a survey that I did, there was someone that said uh, people with OCD were COVID ready. Uh, so, you know, there's that idea that, oh, you know, they're, they're so excited because, you know, they get to clean so much. And, you know, that's not true. This is, it's very, made it so much very difficult for people with OCD during this time, whether it's, you know, getting treatment and just you know, the overall anxiety that's being caused. So go ahead. I encourage you to check out that episode. Thanks for listening so far. Um, hopefully if you haven't listened to the past episodes, go ahead, listen to them, share it with your friends, keep creating awareness about OCD and, you know, what it really is. Uh, for this episode, thanks as always for listening and thanks for sliding into my DX. Bye.